Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And welcome back to the final inspection show brought to you by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, as well as David Hobbs Honda out here in Road America. Picturesque 12, 12, I should say, four-mile circuit. And it's our pleasure to bring race driver Tony Vlander to the show. Tony, welcome to the show. Whereas we're we're putting the headphones on here. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Sure. So, Road America, how many many times have you been here now? To be honest, I don't know the exact number, but I've been here quite a few times uh, with different championships, uh, always with Ferrari, but good memories. Uh, I think 2006 uh, was the first year I was uh, sent for races by Ferrari, and this this was the second racetrack. Uh, I think I paired up with Marc Genet. Okay. And, uh, yeah, good memories. I love the circuit. Reminds me a little bit of Spa, what we have in Europe, uh, with some fast parts, carousel kink, challenging corners. Well, Tony, uh, welcome to Road America. Um, What the new challenges this year? I mean, you've been a Ferrari factory driver for multiple years, and now you're in the Pirelli Challenge, and it's a new challenge from endurance racing to sprint racing. And... How are you liking it? Yeah, I mean, we have two different kind of races. The ones where I'm alone, so the sprint, and then the Sprint X Championship uh, where I'm uh, together with uh, uh, Miguel Molina. Uh, But let's start with the championship where I'm alone. It's a a different challenge. Uh, I need to to be ready to to prepare the car the right way. Uh, I don't have any excuses. I cannot hide behind another driver's back and let's say let's let's make him do the qualifying and stuff like that same thing for the race starts we have uh 50 minute races or one hour races anyways the 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 word is sprint so it's really a sprint race so the qualifying and the race start itself the importance of these two factors become a much higher value when you go to a 12 hour or 24 hour race it doesn't matter if you qualify first or 15th here's a completely different story so it's nice to to get that, let's say, sort of single-seater feeling where you need to be on it all the time. And, uh, yeah, so far I've been enjoying it. So, I mean, last week you were at Le Mans, and uh, you had a pretty good run going there. And now it's just a new challenge. You have a sprint race. What the preparation, I mean, over the years of just trying to, you know, like what you just said with making – each driver compromising the car to make it right for the race. It's no hiding behind, you race. And this racing has become like win the race in the first turn. It's very exciting for the spectators, I should say. Yeah, I mean, first of all, I'm an old man, so I'm still recovering from Le Mans. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah, Le Mans, we had a good run, of course, and Ferrari decided to have a three-car show. Uh, some of our competitors had two cars uh, some of them had four cars Um, 
we had a good run. I was together with Pipo Derani, who is really well known here in U.S., especially his great, great races in LMP2 car. Uh, and the other driver was Antonio Giovinazzi, who really impressed me a lot. He's the third driver with the F1 team uh, this year, doing a lot of simulator stuff for the Formula 1 team. I think even now he's on the simulator preparing the car for Saturday for Sebastian and Kimi. Um, yeah, especially Antonio, never seen the GT car before, never seen the um, Le Mans track before, uh, and he did an impressive, impressive job. Uh, we had some penalties in the race, but yeah, th that goes to a little bit of, uh, let's say, the rookie status. Le Mans, we have so many rules nowadays related to yellow flags, low zones and stuff like that. So we got a little bit mixed up there. But we finished the race after all the penalties given to various competitors. We finished P5. And I, in our analysis after the race, our main or the best finish would have been fourth. So we were quite up there. The pace was good. And um, and yeah, coming to here is a different 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 approach. Uh, it's a GT3 car. It's not a GTLM car. Uh, we have different differences in the car, differences in the tires, and and all that stuff. But in the end of the day, it's a steering wheel, three battles, and we we have to go as fast as we can. Uh, so far, we've done some practice sessions and stuff like that, and. We are moving to the right direction. We've seen some strong performance from Bentley, especially here. So let's see how the rest of the weekend goes. When you're when you're setting up a car, are you trying to? Uh, is it more important that like we're going into turn one or your exit speed going into the carousel through the kink? Where, where is the problem? Yeah, it's a challenging thing. I I had in the first practice sessions, I had a car which was handling pretty well everywhere else, apart from carousel and kink. And then you lose quite a lot of time because you don't have the confidence. The balance was a little bit uh, too much on the front axle, meaning that the car was oversteering in that section. So then it, it starts the preparation, the work with the engineer to compromise a little bit, gain somewhere else and lose somewhere else. Uh, and then throw in a few sets of new tires and prepare yourself for the qualifying. And, uh, and yeah, it's a track that you need a, a good and well-balanced car in hard-breaking hard parts. And then a good good balance in in carousel and kink. Um, I don't know if qualifying we will do the kink flat out, but if if there is a little lift, and you re really need to feel the car and car, if at that speed it, it can give you confidence, but at least you need to feel the car. Otherwise, it's it's not going to be. Can nice. you can you overdrive the car on the tires here and that? I mean, can you? Yeah, one of the parts which which. Um, takes you quite easily to the overdriving parts is the brakes. We do have a uh, race-developed ABS system in the car, so it prevents the wheels locking in the braking, so all, especially all the broad drivers, they really brake so late, and that's also the big difference to the GTM LM car, which we, which we use in Le Mans, and it doesn't have the ABS. So when you jump from a car to another, the braking thing is, is one thing. I need to brake late, but not too late, not run into too much of the ABS, which upsets the handling of the car. So there is those small details that you need to get everything right. And we're chatting with Tony Vlander, who will be up here in the Pirelli World Challenge Series. And we're going to take a quick break, and we'll talk more with Tony Vlander in the final inspection show brought to you by legendary Great Lakes Dragway and David Hobbs Honda.
And welcome back to the final inspection show brought to you by legendary Great Lakes Dragway and David Hobbs. And we're continuing our conversation with Tony Vlander, the Ferrari driver for the Pirelli World Challenge Series. Get a Tony Vlander, Ferrari driver at Road America here t- during the final inspection show. So when you're out in a social situation, is is there is there a little more panache when they say, oh, you're a race car driver, what kind of car do you drive? <laughs> uh, yeah, sometimes... Uh... We are we are requested by Ferrari to travel in our team gear, or we have a special uh, traveling gear which do, does have a Ferrari logo. So, uh, yeah, that gets some attention. Uh, people are interested. Why do you have a Ferrari backpack, or why are you traveling back to all Ferrari, and why are you why are you wearing all red, looking funny in the airplane? So, uh, there is some uh, um, attention to it, and which is really nice uh, nice in the states is that. People are really into racing. You know, I go through the immigration and the officer asks, hey, where are you going? What are you doing? And then when I mention the racing, are oh, you doing NASCAR? No, I'm not doing NASCAR. <laughs> oh, you're doing Daytona 24. So there's an always a, a small dialogue related to racing. Is that why you had a problem getting through uh, customs last <laughs> night? No, 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 not really a problem. There is some... Uh, there was some delays and it got me a little, little bit frustrated, but all the paperwork was in the right place. Well, I mean, Ferrari has <laughs> such a, you know, I mean, it's such a great history. And, you know, to be associated with them for such a long period of time as you see drivers come and go, and you're still here uh, running last year. I mean, you've won Lamar and with them. Uh, do you see the, you just staying with them in this capacity? And- yeah, it, it is an interesting question because we do change. Uh, I'm, I feel I'm, I'm, I'm quite different to the age of 20 and today I'm 37 so it changes a lot to change the the mental the mental preparation or the mental status of, of a person I do have a family I have two three young kids three young boys uh, a day before leaving again uh, uh, the middle one so Elias who has four years now he asked when do you stop traveling mm-hmm. so that always puts things in you know I cannot gain back the time I'm traveling but at the same time this has, this has always been my passion, and nowadays it's my work, but still the main reason, it's my passion. Um, yeah, you mentioned Le Mans. We Finns, we are a little bit cold, but, you know, like winning Le Mans, those things like I started to understand them weeks, months, or even years after I won it, uh, to the mean, the real meaning when you can say in your CV that you actually won the race, uh, and same thing goes to the championships. I've been with Ferrari since 2006. I come from a small uh, town of 12,000 people. I used to work at the gas station. Uh, I used to wait my father to come from work. He was um, doing the tarmac, the asphalt. So Finland, we have five months of uh, summertime. So he went, he left the house at 5 a.m., finished the work 7 p.m., ate late dinner, and then we went to uh, to a cocoa track, and that's how everything started. So. Still the same passion is there, but obviously we change over the years. And let's see what happens in the near future. Uh, I also do the TV commentating, um, the F1 commentating for Finnish TV. So that's all also been interesting to see. I've always been a big fan of Formula One. Even there are big complaints that, you know, always one team wins or the rules and stuff like that. But I've always been interested on the drivers. And in, in, it's been interesting to see... Um, 
how fascinating the cars are. There's so much technology and, and when you can see a Ferrari when they take the, the bodywork out and what goes into the, the preparation of those cars is something unique. So uh, let's see what happens with me, with my racing, with the TV stuff. So maybe I can do a, a good combination in the future involving all of them and including the family and the, in the right way and not traveling 220 days a year. Well, for our listeners, uh, Tony Vlander can speak five different languages <laughs> at least. And yeah, maybe ten. More, no, not maybe. Yeah, yeah. Let's say, let's say three. Let's say three. But, Come on. <laughs> but you know, in Finland, you know, racing is a big thing. I mean, Mika Hakkinen, Kimi Raikkonen. I mean, a lot yeah, of good true. drivers have come from there. And I know you started in go karts like everyone. And did you think about that? I mean, was that kind of your path, maybe? Uh, yeah, but uh, I would say <clears throat> I think it goes to all section of uh, youth sport. You need to enjoy first. You cannot have kids of eight, seven, eight, nine years and have their career up to a NHL or NFL or baseball or stuff like that. You need to have the passion. You need to have the will to do it. You need to enjoy it. Then it goes up to the talent. Uh, some of the athletes, they get more interested in partying, girls, whatever. So then there are more, uh, more athletes that are more disciplined, more, more concentrated. You cannot see uh, a young kid of 8 to 10 what he's going to be like at 15 or 18. Uh, in my career, there was not a plan. Uh, there was always the passion. And I think in the, in the DNA of Finnish people or the Scandinavian people, um, I would say somehow the determination of being a little bit crazy. Um, my family traveled together with Kimi's family. Uh, we used to pack our vans and do uh, over 1,000, 1,500 miles from Finland to, to the center of Europe, Italy or Spain or whatever, to race go-karts. And, and for us having four to five months of winter, and and them there over there being able to practice all the time we needed to have a different mental approach we we went there but not to lose we went there to to show them and kick their ass even we were in their sport or their territory so um there's many different things but i, I rarely you can see a sportsman that since the young age you can plan it you know you need to have all the all the right you need to have without inju in injuries you can you know there's many talented guys that have a big hits and big accidents and stuff and, and the career is done so there is a, many little things that need to work out in the right way we heard some of these stories about you and Kimmy, <laughs> but yeah. uh, we cannot uh, talk about those on the radio. That's off the record. But, uh, yeah, Tony, uh, one last <laughs> question here. There, there's a famous shot of Fernando uh, walking through the airport with the trophy. Uh, have you ever had a situation like that where you're walking in the airport and you got the trophy hanging out like that? Uh, not really. I mean, if I can get the trophy fitted in my luggage, I put it in my luggage. Uh uh, gen in, I mean, in the general way in Finland, I'm really laid back and not in the public eye, and, and I don't, I don't have a big sponsors or managers and stuff like that. So, uh, with the Ferrari, I've been lucky with the fact that when I go racing, I always have a good race car and professional people around me. And when I'm off, when I go to Finland, I can, I can stay on my own and, and do, um, do my own stuff, stay with the family nowadays and uh, yeah it's a good balance of things and i don't 
I don't need any extra attention to carry my trophy and show it to everybody. Well, Tony, we certainly appreciate you taking time <laughs> out and uh, wish you the best of luck this weekend at Road America. Yeah, thank you luck. so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Tony. It's Tony Vlander who will be racing this weekend up at Road America for the Kohler Grand Prix. And we'll be back in the final inspection show after this. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.